Yo, yo, what's up? It's Hustle Class. I'm here with my good mans, E. Hey, what's good, y'all? How you doing? <laughs> you know, we had E last week, gave us amazing insight on um, potential things like side hustles that you could get yourself involved in, as well as some of the stocks he saw coming up, um, you know, last week. Um, and you know what I'm saying? He's back again this week to give us, you know, some more, you know, fruit, you feel me, with, um, to do with resumes and, um, you know, resume building. Um, this is a time in the country where there's a lot of unemployment um, due to the coronavirus um, issues that are arising. And um, we just felt like it would be a great opportunity for people with the time they have to, you know, beef up their resume. So I'm going to let. I'm gonna let E start us off because you know when we were discussing this before, and he had some very valid and very good points. Um, all right, so E, take over, man. Oh man, thank you, man. So the thing is, I just wanted to really start out with what do you have going on? Like, what what is it that you need to do? You know, are you currently working and you're looking for your new opportunity? Are you not working? and you need something, you know, or do you just have, like, time on your hand, you know, that's, that's the, the main goal for this is to first identify what is it that you have going on in your life, and, and what needs do you have to meet, you know, Mm -hmm. so for a lot of people, there's not many jobs available, you know what I'm saying, like, some people getting, I don't know if they're getting laid off or they're just getting fired or what, but a lot of people like out of jobs, you see the unemployment rate you know, skyrocketing. Skyrocketing still. Indeed. So during this time when you have the time, you know, you got to put yourself in a position to to go forward when the time, you know, is, is right. So when God mm-hmm. allows you to step forward, you got to be ready to make that step in. What better thing to do? than to get your resume going. You know what I'm yep. saying? Some people don't have resumes. Some people have resumes that really need to be updated. Mm-hmm. So that's the thing. That's the that's the thing I really want us to really get through, you know, with this segment, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Or just the whole episode. Yep. Yep. So thank you, um, E. And so once again, um, E is my he's my good man. Um, you can follow him on Instagram at it's Eon, right? Yeah, it's Eon. I T S E Y O N. Right. And if you have any questions, he also said you can email him, um, Eon Bryant at gmail dot com, right? That's yeah, correct. So any questions, you know, if you want your resume looked over, um, anything of that nature, you know. I don't know. He might have a small fee attached. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man. I'm here to help. Uh, definitely here to help. But if it's like something that's going to be like ongoing, you need help like every day or like every yeah. week. That's different. <laughs> but I mean, I'm I'm here to do the simple things. Like so, because at the end of the day, it's all about everybody, you know, trying to have a decent living and mm-hmm. try, try not to struggle too much if you have to struggle or. If you can avoid it, not to struggle at all, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, I'm 24, so, you know, yeah. you might have something for me, you know? That's true. That's true. Sometimes it's a knowledge exchange. Sometimes you have something somebody else might need and vice versa. Um, so, um, I think the first thing we're going to talk about is, well, we talked about the purpose kind of a little bit, right? 
Uh, for the you most part. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So people are home. Um, you know, some of you are thinking about your next move. You find yourself unemployed. Some of y'all, you know, are looking for remote work. Um, you know, stuff you can do online. Um, you know, some people are currently taking the advice we gave last week and are, are building skills. Um, relevant skills that they can actually apply to, you know, current jobs. Um, so, you know what I'm saying? Once you get those skills, once you get those certifications, it's time for you to put it on paper. Um, one big thing to think about is even um, when all is said and done, you know, the fear that has come with the whole COVID-19 situation leaves me to believe that a lot of people aren't going to be um, having these in-person, like, you know, you know when they say, oh, when you meet somebody, give a firm handshake. Yeah, so the first impression, like, <laughs> what, what, what's your first impression, you know, when you meet somebody? And, yeah. that, and that goes back to the, the visual, you know, it's like, dang, so now I meet you and you wearing a suit or, or if it's a woman, you know what I'm saying? Women, women be wearing them suits too. I ain't gonna yeah, lie, yeah, they be yeah, they be they doing be it. Suits. They be looking yeah, slick, yeah. but like you know, women, you got on your nice, you know, your nice dress, mm-hmm. um, or or blazer, or whatever, you know, and you're just like, man, I remember how they looked. They they were very, you know, well put together, and they seemed they seemed ready. They mm-hmm. they seemed ready to learn, not so much as just ready to produce, but they were also ready to learn. They weren't. Over the top with mm-hmm. oh I can do this I can do that I can do this I can do yep, that yep. Nah, they just yeah but kind of what like you was talking about earlier is like now we've come to the point where it's like when are we gonna go back to the in person interactions it might take a while for sure you know seeing what's going on so that first impression that you had visually is now kind of gonna have to be incorporated into your resume yeah You're gonna have to make it tip top in order to get the spot that you want you know what I'm saying. Because, you know, at first you had, okay, like, the visual, the auditory, how your tone is, how your grip is, you know, when you shake hand, like, all that. And yeah, now it's so like, fam, all you got is your laptop. Well, that's valid. And it's like, <laughs> it's like, now you have to try to get people to say, well, okay, if I can make this person up in my head, I truly believe that this is who they are based off of this piece of paper. Mm-hmm. It's, it's more than just, you know, reading like okay you know matlab you know python okay Mm -hmm. cool but you telling me that but i don't really see how you've done that you know i I don't believe it yeah me if i was if i'm hiring i don't really believe it just because you put it on that joint i need to see where it was implemented so talk is cheap indeed so Mm -hmm. so you got it you got to put yourself out there in a way that's going to make people like see what you're doing like Right, exactly. They need to believe something. If you don't give them nothing to believe, they ain't gonna move forward with you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, so I agree. And one thing that I really enjoyed is the fact that um, when I was um, you know, getting my internship and in my job, a lot of it involved me actually like interacting with people. So I feel like a lot of people are kind of at like a disservice at this point. Um. But you know what I'm saying? That's why we're here. We're here to help. Um, you know, we're here to give um, you know, relevant content to help you succeed. And so, um, I guess now we can get into um the the types of the types of resumes. Yeah, so there are a few types, you know. I went on Google, you know, for the for the sake of you all and there's like um a few types of resumes that I can you know, share with you guys in case you need to look them up. There's a chronological resume, combination. Um, 
non-traditional, functional, infographic, targeted, and many resumes. You know, there's several types of resumes. I'm pretty sure there are a lot more, but for the for the main, you know, purpose of you know the targeted audience. You know, what I'm saying, not saying that it's specific to an age group because I doubt that it is, but there's you know you have your college resume which includes undergraduate and your graduate which are separate <laughs> and then you have your your regular work resume and your you have your career slash technical resume and those are you know in my opinion the main resumes you know that will carry you through life and um depending on the type of resume that you have you know the content changes as well so you can't have you can't expect for you know all the professional work that you've done to be in your college resume I don't, that doesn't really fit the need you know or mm-hmm. your your undergraduate resume you know you want to have you want to have certain things in there but i guess we can get into that in a second but um you know before before i get into that is there anything you want to say about that part um no that's 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 pretty much it um yeah yeah, you can get right into it. All right, so the main thing I see, especially for like the the college undergraduate resume, and this can kind of go both ways for the college graduate resume as well. It's good to include your your current projects. Like for me, I know I have a technical background as an electrical engineer. That was that was my major, you know for my undergraduate degree. So I did focus a lot on, you know, my current coursework. Like, okay, what was I doing in class? I was taking Python at the time, or was I taking C? Was I in, you know, Calc 3, digital design, or electrical circuits? Anything anything like that that I know a company will be like, oh, okay, cool. This is what they're learning. Or maybe if I need to transfer schools, okay, this is where their curriculum is at. You know, you mm-hmm. have to give people some kind of guidance yeah and i guess i'm going out of order with this but i'll actually start from the beginning the first thing you need to put on your resume is your name yeah 100%. because i've seen you know working at the bay conference you know with northrop i've seen some people hand out anything and i'm just like sir ma'am what are you doing mm-hmm. like Come on, son. You gotta. You can't. You can't hand this to people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, first of all, you have to have a name and contact information. If somebody wants to extend you a job, where are they gonna send it? Who are they gonna contact? How can they contact you? You, you gotta. You gotta answer these questions at the top of your resume. Mm-hmm. Especially if your name is um. You know, some people have common names. For sure. Yeah, like you have a name that you know a lot of other people probably share, like James Brown. Like that's Hello. probably. A common, a very common name, right? So yes. you want to make sure that you do have that um, contact information so that they can reach you directly, right? And you know, make sure it's your your um, what's it called? Your um font. Yeah, is yeah, yeah. Very legible. Yeah, you don't want to have anything that's like super out there because mm-hmm. nobody wanna nobody wanna figure that out. Like, yeah, you kind of. I mean, it's cool if everybody had the same font. I mean, at least you know what they expect, but. 
Yeah. You trying to you trying to be so different and go and kapow and then it's like nah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. A lot of times and like I guess that might even depend on the type of resume you write in. Maybe if you write in something for a more creative artistic role somewhere, yeah. you might you know, but for a very standard technical type of role. Yeah. Right? You wanna make sure it's very Especially like Especially something professional. You yeah. need to show that okay, this is business. This is not me like you want to spend a lot of time on your resume, but you don't want to make it seem like you have all this time on your hands. Like mm-hmm. you're not writing a book. You're not trying to, you know, win a Grammy. You're trying to get a job. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? You're trying to get a job or begin your career or even move forward in your career. If if not one of those things, you're also just trying to, you know, represent yourself. So mm-hmm. sometimes people are like, oh, that's me representing myself. But it's like. There's a, a time and a place for everything. Yeah. That, it may not be that time to to show how creative you are. You, it's best to show that on a project mm-hmm. versus to show that um, the first time you meet somebody. Because there's a such thing as overdoing it. You know, you yeah. meet somebody with a with a super, like, popping personality that's just like, hey, yeah. I'm, I'm Eon. Nice to meet you. Like, yeah. like, I mean, god dang, like, relax. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, yep. So... So yeah, so it's like important to to understand like the tone that you're setting, you know, with your with your resume, you know, it's mm-hmm. it's like that's a resume to me is like your your ID. Yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely, it's your selling point. It, it's who For you sure. are to the employer. Yeah. Um. So we talked about the name. Um. What's the next step? Uh, the next thing definitely is your objective. You know, okay. You gotta have your objective. I've heard a lot of schools, such some schools such as, uh, what is it, uh, Hampton. A lot of students at Hampton, I saw resumes from there, and they were like, I'm like, where's your objective? What it is that? What is it that you're trying to, you know, obtain or do? What are you looking for? What 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 do you want me to do with this paper? Like, mm-hmm. what, you want me to just hold it and and you see? I think the issue hand, is. Like, a lot of people have been writing objective statements like I'm looking for a job. Right? Yeah. And that's too generic. It needs to be an objective statement is good if it's very specific and germane to what exactly you want to do. I want to do this. It's at your good company. for that, but it's also good to like you wanna like have the audience. You wanna have your audience. You wanna be like, oh geez, like what can I offer this person or or where can they kind of fit in? Um Mm-hmm. You know, in this role, and sometimes that's just saying, "Oh well, you know, I have like my resume. I can I can read my objective for you like straight off the paper right now. It says objective, you know, and then it says electrical engineer with three years of experience looking to support a software slash electrical engineering team. Mm-hmm. What am I trying to do? I'm trying to support a team. Yeah, yeah. What do I have? I have experience. Who am I? I'm an electrical engineer." What type of engineering do I want to do? Software slash electrical. And I work with a team. Mm-hmm. I'm not just looking for myself. Like, I'm trying to be a part of a company. I'm not trying to be the company because, you know, you're looking at a manager. They're like, oh, so you just want to be the company. And then it's like, yeah, okay, so what do you know? And then they, and then it shows like, oh, I don't know much. Mm-hmm. Then you look. Then you look crazy. You look stupid. You know, just mm-hmm. to just to be blunt, like you look stupid because it's just like. So you want all of this, you know, recognition. You want all of this, you know, opportunity, but you really have nothing to offer. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like you're still a sophomore. You didn't even finish. Like you didn't even take 
three hundred level classes or yep, yep. Definitely had some of those experiences exactly. um when we did um you know, when we did the Bayer conference. Yeah, indeed. Definitely so. had some of those experiences. Um Okay, so once you have your objective statement and you've, you know, stated who you are, right? What's the next step after that? Um for me, clearance. You know, okay. you have a government clearance or you have some type of government trust. You know, just note that you want to note that, you know, after if not after your um like your your contact information and your location then note that you know like uh, after objective don't mm-hmm. wait don't wait to put that don't put that in your experience you know yeah, what i'm saying yeah for you those know, who have clearances that's that's something important to have on your resume at right you know as close to your name as possible but definitely after your objective statement and for other people who may not have um jobs that have um you know clearances um then you don't you don't have to add that like um it's that that's for more like government type jobs yeah, and it if you doesn't find yourself in a government job. If you still have one, psh, put it on there. Yeah. Even means. even if it even if it's unactive, you know what I'm saying? If mm-hmm. it's not active like even if it's something you you got before. Like yeah, cuz my mine says, you know, security clearance, active US DOD security clearance. Mm-hmm. And then I have the, you know, the level of clearance. Mm-hmm. And then after that, I put the year, you know that I got the clearance. And I believe that clearances expire every 2 years if if they go like unused, or mm-hmm. maybe a year if they go unused. Anyway, but you know, you'll you'll know when you're when your clients mm-hmm. no longer active. Yeah. So, so definitely note that. And uh, and my apologies. That's my work phone ringing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, man. They keep right. me on the clock. Yeah, <laughs> man. You know the vibes. You know the vibes. <laughs> hey, you know me. Okay. So yeah. After so the, after after yeah. your clients, you know, jump into your education. You know, mm-hmm. and this is. This is still my, uh, I found a way to incorporate my, you know, grad, not, well, graduate and undergraduate college resume with a professional resume, saying that I'm so fresh out, you know what I'm Mm -hmm. saying? Like, this is my first, like, you know, kickoff to the actual career, so, outside of internship, so. I still have, you know, I put my schools, like, you know, my graduate school, I put the name of the school, John Hopkins University. Then I put my major. It's a master science. So I just put MS, mm-hmm. systems engineering. And then after that, you move over some, some more, and then you put your expected graduation date. You don't have to say expected graduation date. Obviously, if they see a date that's for the future, then they would they get the idea. Okay, this is when they're expected to graduate. Mm-hmm. You don't always have to spell everything out, but it's good to give enough information. You don't have to give all information, mm-hmm. and then you get to the point where okay, after the graduate, because that's the most current. You want to go in chronological order. Yep. So the most current, you know, is what I'm currently pursuing, mm-hmm. and then after after that. Is what I've already done, which is my Bachelor of Science in Electrical Engineering. Yeah. From Morgan State. And then also I put the graduation date, May 2019. Mm-hmm. Then you can move down some more and get into your skills. What are you good at? What have you learned? Even if you're not good at it, what is something that, that you've seen before that may catch somebody's attention? You know what I'm saying? And most jobs, I don't even if it's not technical, most jobs you say... Oh, I work with, you know, some programming language. Well, I wouldn't say not technical, but mm-hmm. for most 
technical jobs, like even like even if you want to like work at a like a like a service desk or like you want to work at a desk at like a you know doctor's office, you mm-hmm. say, oh well, I know MATLAB. I mean not MATLAB. I know Microsoft Office. Microsoft Office, you don't have to say, I know Word, I know Excel, yeah, PowerPoint. Yeah, yeah, Just yeah, say Microsoft group Office. It, group it together. Because that, that's what it is. You know, you go, when you go click the tab, you know, inside the start menu, and they say Microsoft Office, and then it presents, you know, all the different, you know, entities. So, mm-hmm. you know, keep it simple, you know. But for me, you know, you got to be technical. So you got to say all these programming languages that, that's like eye catching, and then yeah. also some ones that's like rarely known, so that you can give your, you know, if God grants you the opportunity to have an interview, they can be like, oh, so tell me a little bit more about this, and at that point, you're teaching them something. Mm-hmm. You you wanna, you wanna give an opportunity to to either learn or to be the instructor, mm-hmm. which is good, you know, in the interview because it's like, well, dang, you know, you. I didn't know that. I didn't know that you could offer me this already. Yeah. So what else can you offer, you know, to me and mm-hmm. the company or your team? Yeah. Let me ask something quick. So for me, right, um, I noticed that sometimes um, in my coursework, um, I had so many things that um, I had to say about any one particular um I had so many things to say about any one particular class. Like maybe I learned like 15 or 20 different things of that class that I really want to tell an employer about. So when you learn so much in a class and you don't have enough space on your resume to really let it out, what I do is I have a relevant coursework section. Like, oh, yeah. You know, that's yeah, – I don't know if you have that on your resume. I do, but not uh, not on this one, but I uh, definitely have it, you know, on my uh, – uh-huh. College resume. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And I can pull that up too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Once you get in the industry, I mean, then it's just like what you've actually done, right? At at the job, right? No, nah, for sure. Yeah, like but, or yeah. or like what you've done, like internship wise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But you know, with that pending, um, you know, sometimes like some, you know, some of you might still be an undergrad, um, just kind of, you know, figuring figuring out your way. So, you know, it wouldn't hurt to have like a relevant coursework, which. You know, if they ask you, so you took this course, which, you know, they would ask you because they might see it and say, oh, this relates to what we're doing. Now you've opened a can of worms so you can talk about literally everything you did, but you didn't have to put everything you did on your resume. Right. So, you know, that's there. Um, yeah. And Eon was right um, with the skills. Um, you know, he put he, he talked about the skills. What I actually did on my resume, which is definitely weird, but, I you know, I did it is um, I have languages. And then I have technical skills. I have a two separately, um, mm-hmm. even though my technical skills do include my languages. Um, <laughs> I kind of just separated them. Yeah, just to, yeah. just to like, because I did have some skills that I got specifically from certain classes. Like I wrote that like, um, I'm competent in writing and analyzing technical or scientific reports, um, which like I felt like it wouldn't stand well next to I know Python. Like in code in Python, I just thought it wouldn't stand well next to each other, so I kind of split it, and I had like all my languages that I'd done in school in one, and then I had like technical skills and like sentences um, afterwards. So, you no, know, that's that's, cool. that's just something I did. That's cool, actually. Um, so you know, I pulled up pulled up the the college resume, and and yeah, I definitely after my you know my education, I put my relevant courses, and that's just the main courses that I've taken, you know, that are, you know, 
eye catching and universal mm-hmm. to other schools and employers. Like people will know what these courses involve, like thermodynamics. You know what I'm saying? People know okay, thermodynamics cool or uh, electromagnetism. Mm-hmm. You know, things like that, and also like the calculus courses. And you got to remember, like, first and foremost, I should have said this first, like, you obtaining, you know, your degree, your undergraduate degree, and, you know, completing these classes, it doesn't show that, you know, you're the you're top dog or that you, you just know it all. It just shows that you have, you know, the, the ability, capability and ability yep. to learn. Like, it mm-hmm. just shows that, you know, people can teach you something and you can show what you've learned. You know, mm-hmm. you could demonstrate that. Hundred percent. So that's all it that's all an undergraduate degree is. Some of them just focus, you know, target different areas, you know. Yeah. But for the most part, these degrees do not get it twisted. That does not make you an expert, you know, it doesn't mm-hmm. make you <laughs> you're not obligated to to be so skilled in, in that one yep. topic. It's just like, okay, you have the ability to to learn this specific discipline. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, yep. Right so yeah. You. So you know, after I'm man busy, mm-hmm. after I move forward, you know, from from my relevant courses, you know, in my college resume, I went into skills, but we already talked about skills. Mm-hmm. So after skills comes your experience. I will say this first for a lot of people. Like, I'm sorry if this sounds like. You know, primarily targeted to the, you know, the college students or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I feel like that's probably the majority of the listeners. listeners. Mm-hmm. But uh, for your experience, if you do not have, you know, internship experience, put your course projects as experience. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, it's still work that was done. There was, you know, you had an objective that you had to, you know, meet. Some projects actually require more than most positions that you get, most internships that you work. Mm-hmm. Some internships just like, just come with a title and mm-hmm. it's busy work. But your project, your course projects, sometimes those are just more, it, it contains more substance than mm-hmm. the actual job function that that you'll do in it as an intern. Yep. Or even for some people like as a professional. Mm-hmm. But those are things that you should you should remember like just because you don't have you know internship experience that should not, you know, put you in a position where you just feel okay, well, I can't have a resume. Yeah. Because I don't bring anything to the because table. Because I don't have nothing to put on it. Yeah, yeah. Nah, don't don't get discouraged, you know what I'm saying? Cuz at the end of the day, a true professional understands that you have to start somewhere. Mm-hmm. If somebody just expects you to to just know and have all experience without having a starting point, mm-hmm. then they really haven't, you know, worked to obtain what it is that they're currently doing. They yeah. it was probably handed down, and they have no um, sympathy for or empathy for that. But also understand when you're talking to these uh, people doing interviews and you don't have experience, you know, be confident in not having the experience, mm-hmm. but also be confident in 
and being taught say look I don't have the experience but you know, I would I would love to be taught you know everybody has to start somewhere mm-hmm. I this could be my starting point yeah definitely you know mm-hmm. but this could be my starting point you know find find your starting point and share with the uh, employer like I'm I'm willing to you know take mm-hmm. a step forward you know and and work my tail off yeah just just to keep up mm-hmm. but yeah so that's cool but for the people with the experience again chronological order this is for professional resume development you want to make sure that what's relevant is you know presented first mm-hmm. you don't want to say oh i was a manager but that was like 10 years ago so now you no longer have those manager qualities yes yeah you don't you don't really remember what it is to currently run a team because you don't Things run a team. You haven't ran yeah, a team. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't you don't know agile, you don't you don't know, you know, quick cycle and nothing like that. You mm-hmm. just you just like, Oh well I just know what it is to tell somebody what they do, you know, yeah. when I come to work. That's not that's not being a manager no more. Like times mm-hmm. have changed. Nowadays, you know, managers have to put in work because a lot of people are not dedicating the money for for managers to sit on their tail, which mm-hmm. is why a lot of systems engineers are being hired and a lot of program managers or yeah, program managers are just being, you know, being handed off, you know what I'm saying, like they, they're cheaper labor mm-hmm. program managers. But, you know, when you're a system engineer or something like that, it's just more technical and you're getting your hands dirty, they're going to give you the extra bag, they're going to give you extra bread, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So definitely... Take advantage of that. Sorry, I got off topic a little bit, but for your experience, you know, you want to put the company, put the company, you know, next to the company. You know, I use a little, I, I don't know what to call them, parentheses maybe. Nah, I use a, I use a little half circle brackets. That's what I'm going to call them, yeah, half circle okay. brackets, so that you know exactly what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I use them joints, right? And then I put, like, my my title. You know, uh, cyber slash software engineer or mm-hmm. aerospace engineer for when I was working with NASA or electrical engineer when I was working for Harris, you know, or even a STEM mentor when I was working for Verizon, so on and so forth, you know. Yeah. And then after that, you know, I put the the city and the state. Mm-hmm. And then I do another indentation, you know, on the same line, and I put the dates. So I'll say like June 18, June 2018 to August 2018, May 2017 to August, you know, 2017. Mm-hmm. So that, so that there's a date and there's like, there's a timeline for the, exactly, for your progress. exactly. So you can see how you've grown. Exactly. Like what you've done. So are yep, you, yep, yep. is your work getting more intense or is it just, you know, mm-hmm. not that great? Yeah. And yep, then yep. this is the main thing, the main thing that I wanted to say, and then Really, I can I can be done talking for the resumes. This is the main thing I wanted to say. Yeah, okay. It's not always, you know, the experience that you like, your skills, how you use your skills. I think I tagged this this point, you know, earlier mm-hmm. in the discussion, but it's it's okay you say, "Oh, I work with people to to do this or, you know, I did this." Like, nah. Like one of the one, I'll read off, you know, one of the things um, that I did. Um, so for NASA, one of the, I guess functions, 
you know, things that I did. Uh, analyze techniques such as antenna arraying with symbol stream combining to reduce the number of needed satellites, which resulted in saving the company and their clients money. First off, any time that you can say you saved the company some money, another company is going to be like, well, dang, how'd you do it? Can you do it here? Because mm-hmm. it's all about the budget. You can stay in the budget, cool. Yeah. And oftentimes, if you can find a way to reduce the budget, that money can get can be distributed as a bonus mm-hmm. because that money has probably already been given to the program. It just hasn't been spent. So they'll find a better way to spend it. And most of the time, they'll just give it to the you know the hardest working employers or employees or the you know the top performers which mm-hmm. you know our company does that you know every year in march uh via the performance you know reviews mm-hmm. so it's not always oh, okay well i had this skill and i did this thing but you got to combine that what did you do with that skill like if you if you use matlab you know what did you do I was responsible for coding and simulations in MATLAB of various, you know, modulation techniques. Results of the simulation were used to improve communication of satellites in the near-Earth network. So with that skill, MATLAB, that's in my skill section on my resume. How did I use it? Because the results from the simulations that Mm -hmm. I ran in MATLAB they helped me to, they helped to improve the communication uh, from the satellites in the near earth network. Mm-hmm. So you gotta, you gotta say, okay, this is the skill. This is how I used it. And this is the result it gave me. Yep. So, I mean, I feel like that's the thing. So if I could break that down for anybody, you know, you take your skill, you take yourself, then you take your skill, you put it together. You say, okay, how did I use it? I used it this way. What did I use it to do? I used it to do that. And this is the result I got. Sometimes mm-hmm. the result isn't always, you know, what we want. Sometimes it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. And you can still say that, oh, well, I tried this, but it just didn't work. I'll, I'm going to go back to it later, try to figure it out. Or if you mm-hmm. don't plan to, you don't have to say that. But it's, even if it didn't work how you wanted it to, the fact that you used it, you know, it, yeah. it shows that you're more than capable. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. That's very valid. And um, one thing that I'll say is you kind of touched on it, but on on my resume, like everything that's in my experience, I always lead with um, a, a verb of what I did. Um, you know, facilitating, designing, um, utilizing for the role that I was in, the past role I had, right? Installed, created, communicated, located, tested, supported. So, you know, those yeah, verbs. I agree. You I agree. I, agree. Yeah. Yeah. I saw you use like analyzed. Like yeah. that was yours, right? Yeah. So. You know what I'm saying? Using those uh those verbs to kind of describe um what you're doing. He said something that's very important. Impact on the business or whatever you were working on is very valid and very valuable. Um, you know, whenever you can show impact, like you know, like he was saying, it's not always that you're gonna really you know, saving money is great. Like companies are gonna love that, but you don't always do that. And it's okay. As long as you show a way that you impacted the business or how business business is conducted, or maybe what wh- if you completed whatever tasks you were assigned in your internship role or whatever experience role you had. Um, yeah, so, I mean, he touched on everything pretty much. Um, and remember, like, even for a class project, like, typically, you're always going to be a successor in that because each project that they give you, 
nine times out of ten, it has a solution. Mm-hmm. So they they have you know what they expect or there's there's a right answer. Mm-hmm. In a real world problem, sometimes there's not a right answer. But if mm. you put your 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 experience from you know projects from school, sometimes like research opportunities and things like that, mm-hmm. you always be like, oh, my results were successful. These are my results because there's a right answer. Like if a professor gives you an assignment that's written up, everything typically is going to be a right answer. Mm-hmm. And once you figure that answer out, you know, you're successful in that. So yeah. that's always going to look good if you put it on a resume. Like I put my, I didn't put my senior design project on my resume as a, um undergraduate because I wanted to tell the person I was interviewing about my senior design project because it's like, oh, I can't see this on paper. So that just shows like, dang, you have so much more. Mm-hmm. Like it's not just limited to this. This isn't the best of it. You know what I'm saying? This is, this is, this is you being humble, but also giving me a lot. But, but you have much more to offer. And I think, and I think when I graduated, I had like over ten job offers, full time job offers mm-hmm. when I graduated. So, so the resume is definitely a strong point. And for anybody out there, you know, currently listening or listening in the future, whatever, I do not mind. You know, forwarding, forwarding you all like a copy of you know. My resume, not not for you to copy it or whatever, but just so you can see the format or whatever. And even even on my resume, like, I put a small, because I had space in the margin, so I put a small, like, a small picture of me, like a headshot photo on the left-hand corner, and then I put the <laughs> I put the seal of my school on the right-hand corner, Look just so, you. like, yeah, 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 <laughs> you know what I mean? But I did that just so, like, companies, they'd be like, oh, okay, yeah, this was the guy that I talked to. Yep. Like, that's very valuable. Like, I know you'll see it. You'll see it on the computer, like. Mm-hmm. But I see it for the viewers. I mean, for the listeners, you can't you can't visually see it. But I've never but, heard anybody do that. And that I is did so that. cool. Yeah, like it's and it's relevant. Like it's not like he's doing like anything out of like he's he's showing who he is, putting a face to the name, right? Because sometimes people remember faces better. And he's also putting his school next to it, you know, and that's that's credible, right? So that's very valuable. Where, where, so it's it's all about. I'm and mind you, I'm not doing anything over the top. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The picture I'm wearing, I'm wearing black. I'm wearing all black suit. Mm-hmm. You know, but my face is in it because if you have all these colors on, typically when you print your resume, it's black and white. But for those that get the color, you know, you get color privileges. Yeah, <laughs> <you> right. <know? laughs> then it'll pop. But also, you don't want a lot of colors, you know, if you're putting a photo on your resume. You don't want colors because yeah. you want to be neutral. You know what I'm saying? You want to be presented just how you would be how you would be presented in your interview. You know what I'm saying? You want neutral colors. You don't need to pop. You don't need to be glamorous. It's, it's dope enough that you got a picture. You know what I'm saying? So don't make it stand out too much because mm-hmm. they're going to be like, oh, yeah. Why you put all this? Yeah, like, but but your words are running off the page because you have no room. Mm-hmm. Like, nah, it's not even like that. Um, and I think to close out the resume section, like it's it's uh good to include uh, your accomplishments. What did you accomplish? You know, as undergrad or professional, yep. major accomplishments. And it doesn't always involve you know school stuff. Like some people they may have their fraternities or mm-hmm. their like groups that they're in, but I, I did put those things, like the groups that I was in and everything. But 
I also put, okay, I was an Intel scholar. Intel paid for my tuition for like two or three years. And I'm not obligated to work for Intel, but they paid my tuition. And also that I was a youth minister. I'm a youth minister at my church. So I put that. It, it has nothing to do, like the youth minister has nothing to do with like school. It just shows that I have moral and it shows, you know, what mm-hmm. what else I've, I've achieved outside of, you know, my my academics, you know, it just shows. Okay, well, this is this is the type of behavior I kind of could possibly expect from this person. I could probably expect them to be honest. I could probably expect them to, you know, carry themselves a certain way, you know, mm-hmm. outside of you know the normal. Yeah. Like, what are you getting into? Because I got to be able to make sure that you can represent the company positively outside of work. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Hey man, you said it. You said it. You know perfectly. And I think um, we can probably close the resume, um, the resume part out. Um, you know, next things. You know, we bought, we pulling out our Robin Hoods. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about uh, yeah, market buddy. moves. Um, so, I mean, this week, I kind of chilled. You know what I'm saying? Uh, definitely, the market was moving downward in a lot of different ways. Oh, it's officially closed for the day. Look at that. Yeah, buddy. And everything is green for me. I don't know. My my, my Robin Hood's green. Is yours green? No. After hours, it's no. red. Yeah, it's oh, red. Man. It's red and green. It's like man, mine's weird. Look like a Christmas tree over here. Man, I don't <laughs> know. I should have sold. I have an option. I should have sold. I I made my price a little too high. Um, I said I was gonna sell it at one seventy five. It made it to one sixty eight, and mm. never executed. But it's okay. That means next week we'll be back. We'll back, baby. Yeah, buddy. Talk yeah, to me nice. Buddy. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> But uh, okay, I have a North uh, Northrop uh, option. That's uh, are you doing Northrop? Yeah, yeah, I did a Northrop option. Hold on, wait, are like you a, doing a put? It's a call. It's a late. It's like a January. Hold on, wait, you're doing call. a call. So you you bought a hundred Northrops? No, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't buy it. I I'm, I'm betting. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Nah. Uh, <laughs> I was like, like, dang, son, where hey, you get this money from? Yeah, you no got, wonder you... You got, you got three Gs? No, yeah. I didn't have three Gs. Son. I said three, 30 Gs. Yeah. yeah. Hold on, wait, so Northam's at 30? No, Northam is at like... 300? 313. So you need 300 Gs. Oh, wait, no, you need 30, yeah. Yeah, 30 Gs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sheesh. Nah, some of us don't have that net worth yet. Yeah, <laughs> I could dig it. But um yeah, so some of the one thing I was looking at is Dave and Busters. Yeah, um, that's always a good yeah, it's it's looking really good for the price. Um, you know, because of the stuff that's going on with the corona, we don't know when um things will open back up. So things I'm focusing on right now, AMC, Dave and Busters, even though they're both continuously tanking because, you know, there's no sign of when we'll be back. But no utilization. They're either. at an all time low. You know what I'm saying? And those are AMC is one that was declining, so that's one something I'm weary of because it was always on the decline. Um, but it, I, I feel like pe- when people finally get back, they would want to go and see movies, right? And then yeah. Dave and Buster's is one of those that had was kind of like it was doing consistently well, like up, down, up, down, up, down, up, down, but then it just tanked. So I'm really focused on that. Um, one thing I really like is SPCE Space. That's the very first, the very first stock I bought, and I've been, you know, racking up because I I saw it go from cheap to expensive and back to cheap, so I'm I'm looking at that. And SPCE is um, Virgin Galactic commercial space flight, so they'll take you and fly you to the top and let you feel zero gravity and bring you back down. 
flights are expensive, but rich people are going to do rich things. So they're going to be in business. That's um, cool. You know, and uh, yeah. And so those are the things that I'm currently focusing on. A lot of people are talking about Boeing. I think Boeing went back down. Um, something to be mindful of. Um, let me see. Boeing, 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 Boeing. Yeah, so Boeing, right? They went from, um, you know, they hit below $100 um, March 20th, right? So everybody was like, okay, Boeing, let's go, let's go. They started getting it on the rise. Boeing made it up to 150 well, actually 180 and now Boeing is back to 124 mm-hmm. So for those of you who are looking to, you know, make a good play early, um, I would say Boeing is something to look at. Um, another one that's relatively cheap considering, you know, where it is now, Apple, um, Apple's close to its all time. Well, it's 52 week low. Um, I would say, well, not it's 52 week low. It's three month low. So in the last three months, the lowest Apple went was 224. Right now it's at 241. Considering that the highest it's had in the last three months is 320. I think it's at a good, um, price for purchase. And the very last one, you know, my beloved Nike. Um, Nike was as low as, um, you know, 60, um, at some point in the last, um, month and, you know, went back up to 85 out of nowhere. And now it's back at 78. Um, we might see a decline because they don't have any earnings coming up. They already did their earnings report. Um, and it went well, that's why they went to 80, but now it seems like they're back below 80 and, the Corona stuff isn't getting any better. Uh, more and more people are losing jobs. I think less and less people will be looking to purchase money on Nike as opposed to essentials. And so that's that's all I have. Um, e, care to give oh. people you know some stock talk? All right, I got you. So for me, I'm still looking at the marijuana stock. So okay, definitely you know have my positions in the weed stocks. If it drops, I'll buy. If it goes up, I'll smile. So <laughs> I still I'm still looking at the weed stocks. Uh, okay. Because even with what's going on now, like if they they're already, you know, deciding, okay, well, for most states that haven't, you know, legalized marijuana, they still say, Okay, well, if you get caught with this much, you know, drug then we're not going to send you to jail because we're more worried about people being in the house and we're more worried about violence. So mm-hmm. if you're not committing a violent crime, then we'll excuse it. So it just gives more opportunity for weed to be grown so that that money is, is being utilized. People are going to grow it. People are worked up. People are anxious, so they're going to buy it. Mm-hmm. So that's why you'll see like the weed stocks going up and down. At a at a strange rate, but that's always something I look at. Me, I'm the type of person I plan for the future, so I'm looking at things that are you know going up and down, up and down. But I know in the future it'll go right back up. Mm. If something's three dollars, but it says it's fifty two week highs, like fifty eight dollars, then I'm gonna buy it. Yeah. I don't need to cop 100 shares off the back, but I'm going to buy it primarily because, you know, even if I don't see the money today or, or two weeks from now, you know what I'm saying? It, it was an investment, a yeah. good investment. It's on its way. And so you got to understand the difference between trading and investing. Investing is something that you're going to do long term. Trading is just 
something that you're swapping out to mm-hmm. get the quick cash. And sometimes the the growth in investing is an abundance because if you're investing and you have 50 shares of a stock and then you can cop another 50, that gives you a contract, which is 100 shares. You get your 100 shares and you're sitting on it. Okay, you sit on it. You can make a call. I mean, if it, you know, if it doesn't exercise, then cool. You still, you still have your shares of stock, and also, you know, you'll, you'll get like the little, you know, bet the bid price. You'll get the bid for it, so you could keep that little money. So it's just like, okay, well, I earned money while I was waiting for the stock to go back up to its regular, you know, expected price. Mm-hmm. It may take it may take you know until the end of the year, like around Thanksgiving, you know Black Friday for when people start shopping again. But but at least I I I feel confident that it goes back up. I cannot say that I know it'll go back up because these days you don't know what's gonna happen. Like companies shut down on you, like like oh dang, okay, cool, my bad. Mm-hmm. But you know you want to be in a position like just in case you want to be you want to be ready and you want to be you know in a position where you can get bread like these are the times where you'll see those success stories like oh just in one year 20 year old makes three million dollars off of one investment like it's just like oh okay cool this is what they did and it's like you had the same opportunity but you just kind of be fugazi with it you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. like a little shaky you know what i'm saying you playing bent with the money but i mean i get it if you need the money for other things then by all means you know take care of your priorities but if you if you had the the extra access, you know what I'm saying, and and you're not gonna put yourself in a hard position where, you know, let's say if you lose the money, you're really struggling and you're suffering, you know, for yourself and your family or whatever else you got going on. Mm-hmm. You're not putting yourself in a bad predicament. Then they go for it, invest or trade. But you know, this is legalized gambling. At the end of the day, it's mm-hmm. just I mean, gambling is legal, but it's just like corporate gambling you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying like for anybody's so you can lose money easily but you can also win sometimes so mm-hmm. just keep that in mind it's a it's gambling some people say i don't gamble but i trade but uh, now son that's gambling yeah 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 you betting on something yeah it's only uh yeah i would say i can agree to that i can agree to that now there are ways to you know what i'm saying make sure that you take a very careful and catered approach so that you hit certain targets. Like a lot of people have targets they want to hit. So when you have targets you want to hit, it's less gambling and it's more strategy. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like on Monopoly, you can gamble, you know what I'm saying? But at the same time, it's a strategic game. Um, but yeah, so next week, I think a lot of the stuff that we've been talking about, you know, bid, in the money, you know, trading yada yada a lot of you're wondering okay what are these guys talking about so what we're talking about specifically is options right so we'll talk about that later <laughs> so you know what i'm saying um stay tuned um we'll be back next week and check your credit scores yeah check, check your credit, credit scores because these are the times where you need to check your credit score like you know you you not always paying your joint you're not paying that credit card off like the right way because you ain't got a bread but just Stay on track with your credit scores. Don't let it go too far down. Mm-hmm. That's that. That's intuitive with your resume. You know what I'm saying? Update your resume. Check your credit scores. Credit Karma for free. You know. Mm-hmm.
All right. Thanks, E. All right. That's hey, it. That's what I'm here for. All right, yeah. man. All right, yo.